Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So since the outbreak of the coronavirus, you've heard all kinds of things coming through. And yesterday I was looking at a factual report stating just how bad business is in Chinatown. Uh, China cities around the country have just literally come at a standstill. And that's because there is fear. Um, and when I was reading this report, I thought to myself, well, why don't we just do all ourselves a favor um, and get some fact checking? on what exactly we should be fearful of and what actually is going on out there. And I decided to invite people at Africa Check to help us get through and navigate this entire space of what the coronavirus means to all of us. A researcher at Africa Check joins me now on the line, Kaylee Clifford. Good afternoon, Kaylee. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Good afternoon, no problem. It's, it's, it's a big one, isn't it? Because um, the report I was reading yesterday uh, around what's happened in China City, New China City here in Joburg, was that people were walking around with masks. Um, Chinese citizens were walking around with masks. And, and that, that effect on patrons themselves was, was scaring people off. So, it, and, and it's not so much that people were afraid to go there, but it's when they get there, they see all these people in stores with masks. There's a fear factor there. Yeah, I mean, with the coronavirus, the numbers are, are changing all the time. It's a really rapidly developing situation and there's this wealth of information online. Um, and that sometimes makes it quite difficult for people to be able to tell what's true and what's not. Um, and at Africa Check, we've been inundated with messages from people asking about, you know, whether there have been any confirmed cases or, or whether there are any cures. People are clearly scared. And there is a case for people in certain areas of the world to be worried. And of course, you know, we all need to be cautious. But panic in the situation is not going to help anyone. And if we have accurate information, if we know the facts, then we can make informed decisions about our health. So it does seem like we... All of us are reacting on more than anything, largely panic, to some degree warranted in some spaces. But generally what you're hearing and seeing, even the markets are reacting to panic. So let, let's just start with some of the things that are making the rounds that are just clearly not true. A viral Facebook post which claimed students at a university in Ghana have developed a virus for the a vaccine, by the, beg your pardon, a vaccine for the virus. Yeah, so this was a piece of misinformation we've seen during the rounds on Facebook, and it basically claims that students from the Kwame Nkrumah University in Ghana have successfully created and tested a vaccine for the coronavirus. And these students were supposedly supervised by a professor, Israel Inluki. Um, but pretty much the same day that this article appeared on Facebook, the Kwame Nkrumah University released a statement saying that reports of a vaccine were false, and also that this professor supposedly overseeing the work of the students was not actually affiliated with the university in any way. Hmm. I so mean, it's, it's it, it, and this is interesting just from your experience, Kylie. I mean, what what come? How do things like this start? So the the professor is not affiliated with the university. There is no such a program in place. How does a rumor like this begin? Yeah, so it's difficult to say, you know, why things like this catch on. Sometimes people create these stories for clickbait. Um, it's obviously a, a story that people are very interested in and we're all curious. Um, and so people click, they share, they want to know more about it, trying to be as cautious as possible. And these how, that's how these things really catch on. Do people who start these rumors generally want to be known? In other words, would that clicking assist them if they are anonymous? 
So one one thing that we could consider is that they may be earning revenue from from the click. So ah. you, you click on a story and you see a lot of ads on the page, and then they may be collecting revenue from that point of view. Um, but I think you know there are there are ways that you can kind of gauge whether a story is true or not. And I think when it comes to reports of suspected or confirmed cases, it's really better to just hold off and wait for confirmation from either a Ministry of Health or, or from the World Health Organization. They've actually been really great with um, releasing situation reports every day with all the updated figures, and it's it's been verified as a far more trustworthy source than a tweet or a Facebook post. Now another another problem is when. Uh a well-known um, detergent or brand starts getting associated with the rumor itself. And in this case, we're speaking about Dettel. And I don't know if it's a yeah. good or bad thing at all. When when a, suddenly a brand is deemed to be the savior of the virus and, and it's not true. So I, I don't know if it's a good thing for the brand or not. So this was actually circulating on WhatsApp, and um, as you mentioned, it was Dettol, and it kind of took the form of a picture showing the back of a Dettol product. And it zoomed into the label where it says that this product can kill different kinds of bacteria like E. coli, as well as viruses such as the, the coronavirus. The implication here being that Dettol can kill coronavirus. But the important thing to remember here is that the coronavirus is not actually new. We know different strains of the virus have been around since the 1960s. Um, and this latest strain that was discovered late last year is, is a strain that we've not seen before. Mm. But again, pretty much as soon as this picture started doing the rounds, um, Dettol released a statement saying that some of their products, yes, had proven effective against previous strains of the virus, but they'd not tested their products against the latest strain. Um, so, so they were quite good with getting the, the correct information out there quickly. And I think, as you say, with a brand, that's quite important. And and some of these rumors can also quite be, be quite lethal. I mean, the, the rumor that went around saying the drinking bleach solution could help mm-hmm. prevent the coronavirus. So unfortunately, I mean, when it comes to any epidemic, really, Ebola as well, we see very dangerous cures being promoted and shared. And one claim we saw suggested that if you drink a bleach solution, you can prevent yourself from contracting the coronavirus. And this is really an example of how a preventative measure can actually end up being more dangerous than the virus itself. I mean, I'm sure I don't need to tell you how dangerous that could be. Um, But apart from the very serious risk to your health, there's zero scientific evidence to show that drinking bleach will prevent you from contracting the virus. Kelly, let's just hang. Very dangerous. Let's just please hang in there for a minute for me while we pay the bills, and we'd like to continue with what we can do about the coronavirus. Some fact checking here with Africa Check, and we're looking at the coronavirus. What's true? What's not true? What I think would also be quite helpful for all of us is if you have any questions, any questions at all, you can give us a call on oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. Questions around the masks, how long you can wear the masks for, and so on and so on. So, uh, Kelly Clifford is our researcher at Africa Check, and she'll. Continue this conversation with us until two. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. All right, thank you so much for staying with us. What we're doing is we're fact-checking coronavirus and rumors obviously rife at the moment. People are paranoid about what it is that can get them sick and cannot get them sick. And I did ask you to call in and ask with any question whatsoever around the coronavirus, what is fact and what is not fact. Um, We are with a fact-checking researcher at Africa Check. And the number again is 0891-104-207. Let me go to your tweets quickly before I start talking to 
Kylie. One says maybe on an obvious fact is that something is wrong at China City Mall if people are walking around with masks. No smoke without fire. Okay. Kylie Clifford is a researcher at Africa Check. She joins me now on the line. Kylie, you heard that if people are walking around with masks, there must be definitely something wrong at China City. What's your comment on that? Um, I think here yeah, what's important to remember is that there have been no confirmed cases in the country. I think often what can be quite confusing is um, suspected cases versus confirmed. So we know last week, Monday, we heard that there was one confirmed case of coronavirus in Egypt, but nothing further down in Africa. Um, the other thing that's important to remember is that the testing process can take quite a bit of time. So we've heard stories over the past few weeks of of people, travelers, arriving back from China showing symptoms of the coronavirus and being quarantined and tested to see if they indeed suffer from the virus or not. Um, this is a process that takes quite some time. Um, and in mostly all of the cases, the results have come back negative. So we've got to be careful not to confuse suspected cases with confirmed cases. And we also have to remember that um, in, a, in a lot of circumstances, especially in Southern Africa, um, even when testing is done in these countries, the, the samples are then sent to South Africa for even more testing. So it's a process that takes a bit of time. And um, like I say, if, if you just hold on and you wait until we hear any kind of news from the World Health Organization, then you know that that's information you can trust. <laughs> okay, so what do we know for sure? We know what we shouldn't be looking at. What do we know for sure about the virus? So we know that we have one confirmed case in Egypt. Um, we also know that the World Health Organization has its own recommendations for prevention. So it's things like frequently washing your hands, um, avoiding close contact with people who are sick, and practicing what they call cough etiquette. So maintaining a distance, covering your mouth when you sneeze or you cough, and washing your hands afterwards. Um, and these are really much better ways to prevent yourself from contracting any virus um, than these really dangerous suggestions that we're seeing online, like, you know, drinking a bleach solution. The story around quarantining yourself for 14 days and, um, and, and and there's a lot of that going around that, you know, people are quarantining themselves for 14 days. What truth is there to this quarantining of yourself, even if you don't even know what's wrong with you? Yeah, so on that, we've not done much work. We haven't seen too much um, misinformation floating around on the quarantine part of it. Um, but what is very great is the World Health Organization is keeping a, a running tab of myths and sort of rumors around the coronavirus and, again, updating it every day. Um, it's quite easy to find on their website and, and you'll be able to read up about the latest developments. Um, the other thing is that Africa Check has been part of a, a global effort, really, to combat misinformation around the coronavirus. And there are 30 fact-checking organizations around the world that are, are working on this. Um, Pointer.org is the website, and um, you can access the hundreds of, of fact-checks that have been done on the coronavirus um, about various misinformation that's going around around the world, really. Is the right message getting through to those far-flung areas. So, Kali, we've been speaking about other things going viral, and, mm. and these things that go viral go viral very quickly, and they reach very, very far depths of, our, of the corners of the country. But the right information, is that going as viral as we would like it to go? 
So the World Health Organization has described, from their point of view, this issue as an infodemic, that there's mm. so much information, and how do they ensure that, you know, the correct information is getting to people? I think from their side, they're, they're doing what they can. Um, but I think we also need to be proactive as consumers of news. Um, and I always say, Google is your friend. You know, if you, if you see a report or a cure that's doing the rounds on the internet, Google it. Um, see what's being said. But if you, if you can't find a respected institution, uh, a Ministry of Health or the World Health Organization saying the same thing, um, then I wouldn't treat it as a, a reliable tool. Thank you so much, Kylie. Really appreciate the work you guys are doing. Kylie Clifford, he's a researcher at Africa Check, and they're looking at all kinds of things that are doing the rounds, rumors that are doing the rounds around the coronavirus. So we've checked a few of those. What not to believe, here are some. That Dettol is going to cure coronavirus or prevent it. That's not quite true. Rumors around, uh, they were doing rounds at Facebook, uh, on a Facebook post from the University of Ghana. Um, people posing as uh, people coming from the University of Ghana. The university has since distanced itself, saying that they have uh, found a vaccine for the virus. It's not true. Um, that drinking bleach will assist you if you have the virus. That's all also not true. Um, So lots of things that are going around that are not true. The idea, though, is if you are at all not sure about what to do, just go to WHO website, go to Africa Check, just check with the authorities if what it is that you're hearing is true or not. Tip is that don't believe anything that's not coming from an authority.